0: Really care when you're listening to this, but chances are it's around the holidays. Hey, maybe you're doing a binge through the summer. That's cool. But whenever you are listening to this episode, you will relate to the fact of kind of going off the rails and eating way, way, way too much. Way too much. We've all been there. My mood right now is in the tank because I'm pretty sure I've had way too much sugar and way too much gluten. I'm definitely crabby, I'm sad, I'm unmotivated, I've gained weight. So that's what made me think about this for you because you might be in that same frustrating boat and you did it to yourself. You went off the rails, you overate. I get it, I get it, special occasion, holiday, dot, dot, dot. But we need to reel it back in and know what to do when these times happen because they will happen. No one is perfect. Not even myself, not even any other functional practitioner out there. No one is perfect. We all have our humanistic days of eating literally whatever we see. And especially the good Christmas cookies, because you got to try them all. Or in the case of the summer, if you're binging in the summer, it's all of that beer and watermelon and picnics and parties and graduation events, right? So we're all going to be in that place where we overeat. It's about reeling it in and knowing what to do about it afterwards. Are you finally at your wits end where you are tired of dealing with doctor after doctor? Maybe you've spent thousands on integrative or functional practitioners that have not helped you at all because they don't know the thyroid and hormones. They're not even testing properly. So come work with myself and my team. We prescribe to all 50 states and parts of Canada. I have you covered. you're going to recognize the person you see in the mirror again. Doesn't that sound absolutely amazing? Well, it might sound like you don't even believe it, but I promise you, I promise you, we will take good care of you. So click the link in the show notes, book a call today, and we'll be talking to you soon. I really want to talk about when you fall off the wagon and the weight comes back on. So let's go over when you can actually have a cheat day, what to do if you're still getting optimized in your thyroid and hormones, and what to actually expect if you decide to, let's say, have a crap ton of carbs and alcohol. Okay, starting with my story last weekend, and this is coming from personal experience, so consider this a public service announcement and a little inside look into me. I went on Friday, went and had some drinks with friends and had obviously some appetizers. I think we tried to really stay within the the confines of how we were eating, all very clean and low carb. But then Saturday came along. Oh, wait, let's back up to Friday. My friend decided that it was my birthday. It's actually not. And so the bartender hearing her saying, oh, let's make it Amy's birthday, brought over a waffle sundae with a big sparkler in the middle of it. Pretty comical, actually. So did we eat it? Yes, we did. So not only did we have drinks, we had food. Oh, sweet potato fries. And then we topped it off with some dessert. So lots of carbs that night. Saturday rolls around. Of course, I'm more hungry because I ate carbs the night before. Guess what? You're going to be more hungry if you eat carbohydrates the night before because your blood sugar is going on a roller coaster. So the next morning, and this goes for if you don't sleep well either, the next morning I was famished. So I made some dippy eggs, had some keto toast. That wasn't enough. So I had some handfuls of Catalina crunch cereal. I ate through the day. Can't remember what. And that night went out to eat again. This time I got this killer flatbread pizza. So we have a gluten the night before with carbs and sugar. We have gluten now in the pizza. I also had a big old piece of breaded orange ruffy. I love orange ruffy from back in my competition days. I used to live on that. So good. So breaded orange ruffy, more sweet potato fries because that's my jam. Did not have room for dessert, thank God. But managed to eat some dessert when I got home. Had some keto ice cream, a little more Catalina Crunch cereal because he needed something sweet after that big meal. And then on Sunday... Went out to eat again. Now, this time it wasn't that bad. I went to Permanis, for those of you around Pittsburgh or Pennsylvania area. Permanis, but I did not have the sandwich with the fries. I actually got a very kind of piss-poor steak salad. Ate that. I was obviously still hungry. Picked a little bit when I got home. And I have to tell you, by Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday, I feel like I have gained 10 pounds. I am bloated. Distended, everything hurts. My knees hurt, my back hurts more than usual, my neck hurts, my joints hurt, and my fingers. Everything became inflamed. Now, I can't say I was glutened because I did this with all intent. <laughs> I knew what I was doing. So it's not like the restaurant glutened me. I ate gluten out of choice. And this is what I want to talk about you have to deal with the consequences. Now, for the last few days, and I feel like maybe the bloating is starting to go down now, but for the last few days, I was so bloated, so distended. So everything was tight. My t-shirts were tight. My Lululemon jacket was tight. That's normally not tight. Everything was tight. My pajama bottoms were tight. So all you nurses and doctors out there that wear scrubs, you know when your scrubs get tight? Mm, yeah, that's not a good feeling because they're scrubs. So everything got tight and I knew I did it to myself, but it really made me step back and think, because this was also happening at a time when I received a, an email from a patient who is just starting out and she's in like month two. And she said, you know what? I did really well the first month and I started seeing changes. My clothes were feeling better and I lost a couple of pounds and energy went up, but then we went away and things got a little bit crazy. We were out of town. I was eating at restaurants a lot. I didn't eat the best. Yeah, definitely had some treats, definitely had some gluten. And now the scale is right back to where, when, when I started, and now I feel like garbage again. And I said to her, here's the thing. You're too much in the beginning. We are just getting your thyroid and hormones optimized. You don't have that leeway in the beginning to go off the rails, to have cheat meals, to incorporate alcohol, to have a couple of days of eating out and eating carbs and sugar and gluten. You just can't do it because if it can happen to me, and I just told you my two days, wasn't horrible, but it wasn't great. And that's what happened to me and I'm optimized. So can you imagine what's going to happen to you if you are just starting out? Maybe you're my patient. We're just starting to work together. Maybe you're on your own journey of optimization and you just started out. Well, when you're just starting out, remember you have no metabolism. We're building your metabolism from the ground up by optimizing thyroid function and bringing those hormones up out of the basement. Until you're optimized, until you have a metabolism back, your body cannot handle those little bites of those cheat meals. The alcohol, the parties, the holidays. Now, I know what you're thinking, but we're supposed to have a cheat meal. All trainers tell us to have a cheat meal once a week. If you're in a bodybuilding competition and your trainer tells you to have a cheat meal, it's because you are so strict during the week and you are pounding your body at the gym and you probably don't have a bottomed out thyroid and your hormones are probably pretty decent. Then, yeah, you can most of the time enjoy one cheat meal, not day. One cheat meal per week. But if you have autoimmune, that cheat meal cannot be with gluten because it will F you up just like it did me. And you will be in pain and you will get headaches and you will gain weight and you will be bloated. And it might last for much more than a day, much more than a day. Now, again, if you're just starting out, I recommend going, and I know this is tough. I recommend going a full two months with no alcohol. If you do have to go out to eat, then I want you to get a steak with a side of veggies. I want you to get a piece of salmon. I want you to get a burger without a bun. So you're still going to stay in the realm of focusing on protein. And I mean, you can't control the type of meat. I get it. I get it. But at least focus on the protein, focus on the veggies If you have to have a carbohydrate, like you're just jonesing for those sweet potato fries like I was, get a sweet potato. Those sweet potato fries were definitely from a bag. You know, they're all like waffled cut. And if you ever turned over a bag of sweet potato fries or French fries from the grocery store, it is laden with chemicals. That doesn't even count the canola oil, the bad oil, the insulin spiking oil that they cook them in. But I I dare you, go to the grocery store, even if you don't want to buy them, grab a bag of sweet potato fries or grab a bag of french fries, turn it over. It's not just potatoes. It's not. It's actually a bunch of chemicals, most of which you can't even pronounce. And they somehow work in flour, wheat, or gluten into french fries. Freaking French fries. Can't we just cut the fries and throw them in some oil? Like our parents did in the in the like Fry Daddy right? No, they have to put gluten in the French fries. I don't know whether it's a preservative or what it is, but if you're going to go out and you want to have some carbs, get the real thing. Don't don't do like I did and get the fries. Get the real sweet potato. Get a baked potato. For two months, no alcohol, limit going out to eat. But if you do go out to eat, there are ways to eat. We just went over it. If you need quick and easy, go to Chick-fil-A and get the unbreaded chicken nuggets or non-breaded chicken sandwich and toss the bun. Go to Chipotle and get a bowl instead of the big burrito. There are plenty of places that you can eat that is clean, that you can still focus on protein. You can still eliminate gluten. You can still focus on really good fats, but you're still eating out. So you still have that convenience. Two months, no alcohol, limited, limited, limited eating out. When you do eat out, it better be really, really good. Now, let's say there is a party. Let's cross that bridge. So you have a party, you have a holiday coming up. What do you do? Well, first of all, I always like to bring a dish because it's going to be something that I can eat. So I might bring some bacon wrapped scallops. Maybe I'll make a keto casserole, like a keto pizza casserole with some Parmesan crisp to dip them in, maybe a bag of pork rinds, dip them in, and then I'll bring the bread for all the carbaholics, non-eliminating gluten people at the party so they can eat their carbs. Bring something with you. Make sure that your host isn't vegan or vegetarian. If they are, bring your own burgers, bring your own steak. Maybe make some buffalo chicken dip and eat from that. Maybe make a big thing of chili and bring that along. That way you can be fulfilled. You don't have to be a social outcast in the corner with your cooler. You can bring something that everyone can share and that you can enjoy and fill up on. And then if you have like a little bite of chocolate, or if you have Mary's cookies that look really good over there, or Susie made some homemade fudge, I really want some, then you have a little bite of it and you move on. But you haven't just spent the entire party eating everything that's just at the party. So that's your marching, those are your marching orders. Now, what do you do if you went off the rails like I did? What do you do if life happens? What do you do if you have this killer vacation planned at an all-inclusive resort and you just ate yourself out of the resort, right? You just ate everything in sight because it's so good, it's all laid out for you and it's free. So how do you undo the damage? First of all, if you can plan ahead, I would definitely say take berberine because berberine is going to work on controlling those insulin spikes, controlling the blood sugar highs and lows. Now, hopefully by the time you listen to this, my store will be up and running. My blood sugar fixer supplement will be out. It is 600 milligrams of berberine per capsule. So a little stronger than the one I recommended before. So you only need two. Well, here's the thing. If you're on vacation, maybe you do bump that up and take three. So maybe you are taking 1,800 milligrams instead of 1,200, which is the therapeutic dose for berberine. So maybe you bump that up a little bit just to really try to control that blood sugar high and low. Control that roller coaster. Keep it at a nice wave-like pattern instead of these big highs and big lows. Because in those lows, that's where you're going to be hangry. That's where you're going to crave. So you want to control the blood sugar. Next up is drink a crap ton of water preferably distilled water. So if you're really feeling kind of bloated and poofy, like you're retaining a ton of water, which is entirely possible when you eat too many carbs. If you can challenge yourself to drink a gallon of water a day just for a couple of days, you will find that that water that's retaining under your skin between your skin and your muscle starts to flush out and you feel just so much better. Your belly isn't as bloated, you're pooping every day. Oh, That leads me to step number three. If for some reason that processed garbage food that you ate constipated you, yes, berberine will help with that. So that's part one. The water will help with that, part two. And then part three is you might need to drink some aloe juice, increase your magnesium because we want to be sure that you're eliminating daily We don't want toxins to build up in your system from you not pooping every day. And we certainly don't want you constipated because then you're just going to feel heavier and more bloated than you already do. So take something to make sure that you are processing everything and pushing it out because not pooping every day also causes estrogen dominance, which will just build upon the weight gain and the water retention. We don't want that. So whatever you have to do, aloe, increase mag, increase berberine, make sure you're going to the bathroom every single day. The other thing I want you to do is move, go for a walk, get the circulation going, do hot yoga to get in there and sweat, sit in a sauna, in an infrared sauna, if you can, anything that you can do to detox your body, because essentially you took in toxins. I took in toxins last Friday. I had alcohol. I don't care how socially acceptable it is. It is a toxin. It is a poison and your body sees it exactly like that. And your body will jack up your blood sugar. It will stop fat burning. It will stop processing proteins, carbs, and fats when you take in alcohol because it wants it out of your system. And it will get it out of your system one way or another. But it wants to hyper-focus on that alcohol, that poison, that toxin. And in order to do that, it will shut down everything else. So the appetizer, the sweet potato fries, the breaded orange ruffy, the birthday waffle Sunday that I ate while drinking wine was all sort of stacked because my body basically said, yeah, you guys are splitting this bottle of wine. Uh, that's a lot of alcohol. So all this food that you're eating is just going to be pushed into storage so we can deal with the toxin, the poison that you're intaking right now. And that is what your body does. That's what all of our bodies do. Don't think you're going to get away with drinking and eating together Okay, could it be argued that you should just drink by itself and not eat? Well, then you're gonna get shit face. So manage your social setting, maybe have just a glass or two, and really try to focus on not eating a birthday waffle Sunday, or sweet potato fries that are probably laden with gluten and wheat and fried in canola oil. Eat some good stuff. Yeah, have a glass of wine with your steak and a side of broccoli manage what you're drinking your alcohol with. And then, like I said, if you're in the beginning stages, try and cut it out for a couple of months. We need to get your metabolism back up and running. If you do not have an optimized thyroid, you are going to gain weight at every turn. Every single time you stick alcohol or sugar or processed carbs in your mouth, You are going to lay down some fat. You are going to gain weight. I promise you that. If we are working together, I want you to manage your expectations. You cannot have a cheat day yet. If you are in month one, month two, even maybe month three, depending on how your body is responding, you can't have a cheat day because what that will do is literally prevent your progress. It might even push you back to the beginning, and then you get all pissed off and you're like, wow, I was doing so well. And you're frustrated. And then you think you need more thyroid medication because you're gaining weight. Well, no, it was what you were putting in your mouth. It was those cheat meals. And I know I have a separate video on this, separate podcast on this, the it's not fair stage. You're going to go through thinking that it's not fair because you're thinking it right now, as I speak to you, but it's not fair. Why do I have to be so strict? And why do I have to live life this way? It's only for a couple of months. It's only until we get you back online. It's only until we get your thyroid optimized and your hormones optimized. Then you can get away with it more. Did I? Am I optimized? Yes. Did I gain a little bit of weight? Yes. But I really went off the rails there. And I'm coming back into alignment now. So I'm not overly concerned. But there are things that you have to realize when you're in the beginning. There are things that you cannot do. You cannot get away with when you are just starting out because you don't have the metabolism to be able to handle it. If you have insulin resistance, that is going to jack up your insulin and blood sugar so high that your body will literally be in a fat storage mode all the time. Those are my tips on how to recover from a going off the rails type of a weekend vacation party. But it's also my PSA to tell you that if you are in the beginning stages, please adjust your expectations. Do not put yourself in the same place as Suzy Q, your neighbor, who does not have a thyroid problem, whose hormones are not in the toilet, who does not have insulin resistance because you can't compare the two. Yes, Susie can probably go out every single weekend and party it up, but you can't because you have a whole different biology, a whole different set of of conditions in your body that is essentially going to prevent you from doing that or will give you some pretty big consequences if you do. Give yourself time to get optimized. And if you're not working with someone who's helping you, jump ship because it's time to get optimized. Come on over in the optimization land. Can you still screw up every once in a while like I did? Yes, of course, but you're going to bounce back. It's not gonna be 10 pounds that are gonna hang on to your body for dear life and not leave for the next two months. This is this is overcomable. Everything is figure outable. This is overcomable, but just know, take all the steps that I just gave you, implement them and know that it can change. You can move into optimization land if you're not there yet. If you're just starting off on your journey, then just adjust those expectations. And keep my tips in mind if you do kind of teeter off the cliff a little bit. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you loved it. And as always, if you would be so kind to leave a review if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, that would be absolutely amazing. I read all of them. Also, anything that you hear on this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat any kind of medical condition. So we always recommend that you check with your medical provider, your doctor, your nurse practitioner before implementing anything that you hear on this podcast. And if you want to find out more about working together, you can click the link below in the show notes to book a discovery call. And there you will be talking to a member of my team. They are an extension of me. They are amazing. And you and I will talk after that once we get you all signed up and you and I get to work together. All right. I hope to see you soon.